What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello out there. What's going on? Welcome into another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro. We're going to chat week 14 NFL and some college here. Let's welcome in Bolt. Good afternoon and welcome. And we are going to chat some football today. And where would you like to start, my friend? What game stood out to you? Uh, man, he always goes back to Thursday. You know, I forget which, which game that was almost. It was Seahawks-Cowboys. Wow, yeah, that and does we seem had the, like... We had the Seahawks. We sure did. And Big Gino came to play some ball. Yeah. <laughs> Gino, well, Gino and his pipes hung in there. <laughs> well, actually, who came to play some ball was our boy DK. And we said, can you please get the ball to DK? And they go to him on the first series... And he does a slant, and he goes down the middle of the field, and he goes, see you later. And they actually recorded him. You know how they record the speed? How about this? Faster than Tyreek so far this year. Yeah. I think I, the next-gen thing. That, what Was he just under 22 miles an hour or something? He was just over. And then you know Tyreek had just been over, too. But, uh, but DK was a little bit faster. But is that incredible? Because DK's probably got 40 pounds on mm. Tyreek. Yeah. Tyreek, I mean, always, he always gets behind the dudes and doesn't have to fully turn on the Jets either. That's true. But if, I mean, if I'm the GM, I'd be like, hey, let's get DK on our squad over here. This guy's the man. And then what happens, though? Oh, okay. Whole fourth quarter. Let's not go to him anymore. And what happens? You lose the ball game. Yeah. So it's incredible. I mean, we didn't care because we had the points, but... I'm sure some Seahawks fans cared. So people are just jocking Dak now. You know, just he's, he is having probably the best little phase of his career. I mean, he's he's on fire, especially at home. Yeah, but you still got to go back to the squads. You know that they're playing when he lights it up, right? Well, that's what they're saying. Until they played the Seahawks, they they hadn't beaten a team over five hundred. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like they're well, not kind of. They're just like the Miami Dolphins, where you know they slap around the SAP teams, right? But now they have to play the big daddies. Yep, yep. And then Philly stays in that grinder, you know? It's like, geez, can can we catch our breath? <laughs> well, and that was your call last week, and nice call on that one because uh, I put that in the Circa Millions, too. And uh, the Niners minus three, we gave it out here as a best bet. And uh, Moneyline, and I think you gave her out as the minus three, didn't matter because that was a boat race mm-hmm. it looked looked a little weird at first you're like what's going on here oh yes it did uh philly comes down and they they hold him to the field goal and then the nines go three and out and then philly marches it down again and i'm going wow are we gonna go down 10-0 here and luckily they had to kick the field goal and i said to the boys i go that was huge mm-hmm. Six zero versus ten zero. Wow. And then CMC and Debo rallied the troops and said, let's not mess around anymore and let's absolutely crap on these guys. <laughs> Good night. That was a close ball game. Forty two to nineteen. Yeah. I think I think Philly came out with the juice and was like they knew it was a big game. Everyone's watching. I think they just got worn down. They're like, we don't have it now. Well, so here's what scared me about that too, right? So going into that, like uh <laughs> all the all the professionals and like all the podcasts and stuff were talking about 
uh, the Niners. And so I'm like, wow. I don't know if everyone's listening to other people's podcasts here or what. That's what's good about ours. Ours comes out before everyone, so you know we're not. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, everyone is on the Niners here. And you know I hate when that happens. But everyone was talking about the same thing, the schedule and, you know, the revenge factor and i'm like and you know what luckily because usually when everyone's on the same game like that it doesn't turn out well but this one it didn't matter yeah i mean purdy lit it up dude and they threw him in the mvp race now after that game well so okay i they've been talking about that so what's your take on that yeah i wouldn't put him in the conversation for that i wouldn't either i mean come on i think mccaffrey's above him you know especially how he started the season with all those touchdowns every game well how about um mccaffrey has 30 touchdowns in 26 games with the nines he's played 26 games and he's got 30 tds good try buddy yeah he's like you might have to give me some chips again after this deal expires (laughs) no kidding but yeah i'm with you like you know obviously purdy's you know he's doing good things yes he has weapons around him but i mean so did joe montana and so did steve young you know you're always going to have some weapons around you so did troy aikman i mean come on these guys always have weapons around them but He's still doing a great job, but MVP, come on. You know what? You and I have always talked about how these awards are garbage, especially when you're growing up and they're throwing out the MVP awards. Some coaches need some help with those. <laughs> but some of these people say it's the best or it's the best player on the best team and like is MVP. And I'm like, Mm, yeah i mean even if you went by that there's no way he's the best player on their squad he's probably behind trent williams the left tackle right i mean they mention him but they probably don't mention him enough how much he changes the game too from his position well so when trent and debo you know have been in because they miss games when they've both been in with everyone the squad's eight no average margin of victory 21 points and that is in the NFL, folks. That does not happen. This is pure domination. Yeah, Purdy did have some sweet throws. Um, that one, he kind of led McCaffrey on the, the sideline. I, mm. thought, I thought he overthrew it, but it was it was a dime. And then there was one across the middle to, to Debo or Ayuk and Shannon. And it was like, nice effing throw. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. They were humming. And wow, was that a statement game for him? Yeah, so they hung 42 on Philly and Dallas. So they're like... <laughs> Come to our house in the NFC. Let's, he, let's see what you got. Yep. It's coming through the NFC. And they, they go, it's coming through Santa Santa Clara. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Santa Clara. Not San Fran. The game, they're called the San Francisco 49ers, but some people might not know. They actually play their games down in Santa Clara, which is actually closer to San Jose than San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Little little uh, geography, little t- little geography, little tidbit for the day there. <laughs> well, uh, another game that stood out to me. So that was the nines, and uh, we had the Seattle. Another game that I was kind of like, whoa! I put it in the circa, and, and we didn't have a chance to talk about it here because it happened after the fact. How about when the Browns go? Joe Flacco's our starter. Mm-hmm. And I go, what's Joe? I mean, has Joe been throwing in the offseason? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, like the Rams, uh, they even said, hey, we'll take Wentz over Flacco here. Right. And all of a sudden, Flacco's name comes up, and I'm like, where did this come from? And then I go, and now they're going to start the guy? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) There's no way they're going to cover the three and a half here. And they got smoked 36-19. And 
He actually didn't do that bad, but when it was crunch time, he threw the picker. Yeah, I, th- I think sometimes when those guys are looking for those last-minute fill-ins, they're going more off just w- what they know and their mental aptitude versus if they've been working out in the gym and stuff. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, because there's plenty of quarterbacks that keep working out that don't get the call. But And Joe's played with the Browns before, so I'm sure that helped. But I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, you're going to throw this guy in? Like, he, he had one week of practice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always hear about it. They, like last year, people checked in with Philip Rivers or Drew, or Drew Brees at home, and they're just like, nah. <laughs> Drew Brees. Can we talk about the Saints for a second here? Okay. That team is peace out. They're Man. garb. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. Were they down? Was it like 21 nothing in the first quarter? Yeah. And, and I think people, you know, pros included here because they keep taking the Saints. Like, I think people think that big Drew Brees is still the quarterback there. And this squad is not the Saints that we remember that like dominated at home and had this huge home field advantage. They are garb. Yeah. And and Carr got I mean he got in like the one sixty million range and it, most of it was kind of locked in too. Did he really? It's a four year deal. Like I'm sure they can get out of it after like two. Wow. But that probably wasn't the play. No, it wasn't. So that stood out to me. I mean, the Saints are garb, okay? People are stuck on the Saints like, uh, I love my Chargers, but they came through for me. <laughs> Did you take them? Probably the best watch of the weekend. <laughs> yes, it was. 6-0. <laughs> Line was five and a half. <laughs> that game was showtime. But okay, it, it was a W. It was a W. That's all that matters for you. But how about this? Okay, I had to take a, like a quadruple take at this. Neither team made it into the red zone. Neither team, the Chargers nor the Patriots, were able to make it within the opponent's 20-yard line. Jeez. That is showtime. (laughs) And you are stoked if you're at that game. And like you said, how about when people go, I'm paying chips to watch this, big chips? I think I read somewhere like parking's like ridiculous, too. It's like the 75 spot or something like Mm. that. So, I mean, people are like, this is this is not fun. So how about this stat for the Patriots? I think the defense is getting a little frustrated there. Three games in a row that the Patriots have held the opponent to 10 points or less and have lost all three. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you hold a team to 10 points or less in the NFL, that's legit. Like, that's, that's Ray Lewis Ravens 2000. Yeah, that's great. And... They've lost all three games. Wow. Yeah, I had that one actually on the YouTuber. Um, (laughs) There wasn't much to watch. No, there wasn't. Because, you know, you get the four-screen YouTuber, and and I told you you don't get to choose the games you want. Oh, right. So I had the Cardinals-Steelers up. Um, My son's favorite team's the Titans, so we watch all of that game. And then uh, I can't remember what the other one was. And then we had that. And I was like, wow, that's a good watch up there. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of the other ones we kind of mentioned was um, the Cardinals were getting the five and a half and Pitt. I took them. Yes, I did too. Big Kyler. Is that guy any good? I mean, see, they're actually, you know, the market hasn't caught up with them with that one yet. And we've been riding Big Kyler. And it's because the guy's a badass. We've been saying this for years. He's slightly competitive, 
Uh, we talked about he, how he was drafted in the first round for baseball as well. I mean, this guy, this guy's the unicorn, and he slightly makes a difference. And that, oh, that was the other game I watched. Thank you. That was the game on the YouTuber, and he was balling. I mean, yeah, they. I mean, they got pounded the week before against the Rams. For, for some reason, McVeigh just has the Cardinals number. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost by over twenty, whatever. And they were Arizona was at home, mm-hmm. so they were going to give them some points on the road there. Yep. Well, and you know the Steelers once again. I mean, Kenny Pick or Trubisk, like you feel comfortable laying points with them? No chance. I mean, Kyler craps on those guys, and mm. then James Con, my boy. Rushed for over 100 with two touchdowns, the running back for that, the Cards. That's his old squad, too. I'm sure he was pumped up. Oh, and, exactly. And he went to Pitt College. Yep. I know. I know. I didn't think about that before the game, but it. I realized it during, and you know, some guys were talking trash to him. I'm like, oh, this is firing up, James. This is great. <laughs> He's going to want to fire it up in front of his home crowd here. So, yeah, that was a good W. Now that I guess Kenny Pickett's out for four weeks with his ankle now. Uh, yeah, are they trying that high that little cord ankle surgery thing? I think that they try to get him back quicker. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're referring to, but I didn't know that. And same with Trevor Lawrence last night. He he kind of dinged his pretty good. Yeah, he was not very happy with that. We liked Cincy though last night. Yes, we did. We got a lot of text on that one. Um, thanks everybody. Big Jake Browning. Our NorCal friend slightly balled out. Yeah. The market was not with... We might have been the only people in the United States that had the Bengals last night. (laughs) Because a lot of people had uh, the Jaguars on the teaser. I hear all these um, so-called pros... And they were all... They all teased the Jags. was one of their legs down to the two and a half. And they got the L. Mm. Because no one had faith in Jake... And Jake bald. Yeah, I saw Caesars took a bet. It was like 120 grand money line uh, Jags. It was like minus 480. Really? So that would have paid about 30 dimes. C to the 120. <laughs> hey, buddy. Too bad you don't listen to our podcast because you would have won a lot more than you would have lost there, big guy. <laughs> Moneyline Cincy. <laughs> he's listening to the wrong. He's listening to the wrong podcast there. Um, yeah, Jake was legit, and at the beginning of the game started, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, we're doing the YMCA throw to the wide receiver behind the line of scrimmage, and they did it for like two series, and I go. Would we unleash Jake here, please? And finally, you know, Troy Aikman's like, oh, okay, they're they're letting him throw downfield now. You know, he's probably got some more confidence. Well, I don't know what the deal was, but the first two drives, he was throwing the wide receiver screens like every play. And I go, oh, not one of these again. Just when the coach keeps him kind of handcuffed. You see that a lot with the younger, the guys coming off the bench. And I think Jake went over to him and goes, hey, bud. I hold the record in California, 229 touchdowns in my career, 91 my senior year. Unleash the beast, buddy. <laughs> and Big J, Big Jamar said, let's do it. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. I think Jake's not known for having like a hose, so he, he's not going to pump it way downfield. But he is accurate. And then if you heard Troy Aikman saying, he's like, they changed the blocking scheme this week and they kept in six. So there was more protection. Right. And any of those dudes get a little more time than they can find some guy 10 yards downfield. Yeah. Little little cool little fact that people might find. So Jake, obviously, he he went to high school up here in uh, Northern California. And um, his, his left tackle, 
Jonah. Uh, what's Jonah's last name? Jonah. Starts with a W. Williams, maybe? Yeah. Is he on the Bengals? He is. He's the left tackle, and they played high school ball together. How cool would that be? Right. I mean, okay, so you're in high school, and you're like, wow, I'm going to the NFL, and this other guy in your squad's like, so am I. I'll see you at the Bengals in seven years. (laughs) It's pretty badass. So, um, and then, you know, the, the story behind Jake was, well, like we said, he balled in college, and now he's getting people's attention. We'll see what happens. Who do they play? The Colts this week, I think. Yeah, I think they're they're like plus five and a half, maybe. Well, let me see if there's anything. Oh, no, sorry. It's uh, one and a half or something. They're plus one and a half at home. Let me see if there's anything else to chit about here. Not really. I think we, we'll talk about the Chiefs when we get to this week's game. That was incredible. One other one I tried taking a nib on was, was the Broncos at Houston. I like the Broncos. Mm. And they got down a little too much early, but Russ had a chance there to win the game. It yeah. just didn't happen. That was another game that I know a lot of people recommended the Texans, and it's because uh, the turnover luck for the Broncos going into this game has been ridiculous. Like the last four games, they've gotten like twelve turnovers to to like it was like fifteen turnovers they got, and the Broncos have only given up two, and that will catch up with you. And so when they were getting smacked, I'm like, "Yep, there it is." But yeah, they came back. And Russ, at the end, uh, had a chance, and then he threw the picker. Should have kept running him. Yeah. I mean, I just, I still don't trust, like, Houston. Like, it's this week, they're at the Jets, but it's like, the Jets are are really hard to take. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> so, they, they might be impossible to take. Like, yeah. we're getting to that point. Right. Uh, in fact, you know, it's swirling around that, I guess, Wilson and, and, and the other quarterbacks, too, no one wants to play, well, no one wants to start. Supposedly, they came back to big Zach Wilson, like, we're ready to put you back in the starting lineup. And he goes, nope, I'm good. Yeah. So Salah kind of is disputing that story. But I mean, I don't know. Why would you say no to going back in at this point? Yeah, I know. Who knows? That's just the rumor. I mean, who knows what's going on over there? But when you got Simeon coming into the ball game, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Jim Christmas. Because <laughs> on the Circa Vegas contest, I went four and one this week. And guess which one was the loss? Big, big Jets. Big Simeon. We, yeah. I go, row rotten. We go from Big Doyle to Simeon. This is good looking. And they keep it low scoring, too. You know, they keep it below the 15 points. Sure. And you can't. <laughs> it's just good looking. I mean, at one point, the Jets were up 2-0, and I'm like, we might get the W this way. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, that safety's big. Um, and, and one of my friends is like, wow, I, I, you know, I'm not sure why you would take the Jets. I'm like, dude, Ritter had not thrown a TD on the road. The entire season until the one he threw. So, you know, that's why Ritter's garbage. And we'll catch him. Don't worry. We'll catch him again. <laughs> Santa, baby. The season for a fresh cut is finally here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch your South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all by going to manscaped.com and using the code BOLT, B-O-L-T, for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Now let's get back to the show. All right, what do we got this week? Well, let's take a gander here. What do you got here, buddy? 
I am. This is a game I actually uh, probably will be at. It's in Las Vegas. Oh, right. Minnesota's coming to town. Okay. And my boy, J.J. Jefferson's back in action. Oh, wow. He's had a nice little rest. They yeah. let him rest again last week in there on the bye. Dobbs was terrible against the Bears on that Monday game. Yeah. And he's looked okay, but I'm going to go Vikings here, minus three in Vegas. Really? I thought you might go the other way. No, I think, you know, Pierce gave the rah-rah. We're back in action. But, you know, at some point, some of the coaching stuff does need to take place. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's not going to cut it here. I mean, they're better that McDaniel's out of the building. But they're just not winning games. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm not a huge uh, Raiders fan. The only thing is, though, Dobbs giving up points on the road. Mm, I mean, I'm not sure about that. I don't I don't love him. But I just I like Jefferson back, and I think they've they've had some time here to to get right. Okay, well that's going to be a little weird. Then you're at well, no, I guess apparently at those games it's like fifty fifty with the crowd anyway. Yep. So you won't be bad. Um, okay. All right. Well, I don't have anything totally against that. Let's get to the big daddy here, though. Well, there's a couple big daddies, but let's go to the big, big daddy here. How about the Buffalo Bills travel into KC? Mm-hmm. And once again, KC's minus the two and a half. And people that follow our show and follow us probably know that that means it's an auto. Auto best better on Big Patrick. <laughs> Coming off the loss. Coming off the loss, which is even better, really, because then you're going to have everyone's attention. And uh, also, the reason why I like this, um, factor in, this is kind of like the Jake Browning like baller mentality, is Patrick threw the pick at the end of that game in Green Bay. Um, and that wasn't good. Like, you know, it was it wasn't anyone's fault but Pat's. I mean, who knows? Maybe it was the receivers or whatever, but it looked like it was Pat's. And that's not going to sit very well with a guy like that. And he's going to come back and go, it's time to crap on Josh at home. Let's fire this up. <laughs> I love Josh. And, and Josh usually plays pretty well in these games. It just seems like they have one little slip up at a key moment here. and They haven't been winning these. Well, and, and listen, I mean, I, Josh is great. And the Bills are, you know, they're probably going to be steaming. Because I, they, their time is running out here. Well, they lost to Philly that, and they had their bye week. So, yeah, they've just been stewing at home. Right. But, you know, if KC would have won the game against the Pack, probably wouldn't have taken this. Plus, the line would have been higher than two and a half. Um, so, I will be taking KC, the two and a half, and I'll be also money lining them, the minus 140. Two best bets there. Yeah, KC got kind of hosed on that Packer game with that no PI call there at the end. Oh, dude, did they ever? That should have put the ball like the five or whatever it was. Well, so I'm I'm ready for the the robot referees now. Let's let's bring it out. Let let's make sure we're getting every call correct here. And the way that legalization's going everywhere. That shit's not going to fly anymore. Like, they're going to have to fix that. Like, hey, it's under two minutes. Let's take a gander at this. Oh, Jim, Christmas. Was that a PI? Let's move the ball up, guys. Sorry, wrong call there. But instead, they played through it, and that slightly changed the results of the game. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I mean, it, at some point, it's always going to involve humans. You, you, that's that's impossible to avoid. There's going to be some little bit of a human error, but well, they do as best they can with the video footage. But so I, I was looking that game. I'm like, 
you know, they always would say these guys are part time and they don't make that much money. They have second careers as like lawyers and stuff. So I remember they used to make like the 80 grand and I just was looking it up and now they're well over 200 grand to be an NFL ref. And they put a boatload of time in to know all this stuff. So, you know, the NFL is trying to make sure that they know all their, their rules and they're on it, but they miss some things here and there. Well, listen, I know they know the rules, but I was also thinking about them. I mean, are any of these guys and gals like below 60 years old? Cause aren't they all like pretty, how's the eyesight on these guys? Like, <laughs> are, like are we checking the eyesight on everyone? Cause and, and they, you see the ponytail on every crew now too. They, they <laughs> there's always a gal. I mean, it's like an automatic. Well, right. But I was like, I'm like, you, you never see like the referee never seems like he's some young buck out there at like 27 years old. The dude's always like 60. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, which is fine. But I'm like, are we checking the eyesight on these guys? Because like that PI call. Yeah, it's tough to catch. Well, it's really bad to catch if you have bad eyesight. And we all know as you get older, your eyes get worse. So that's my question for the NFL. Are we checking these guys' eyes? <laughs> There's too much chips on the line here to just throw someone out there. Well, you would think. They're going to change things, trust me, because that shit's not going to fly anymore. Mm. They need to. Uh, another game that is like pretty interesting that a lot of people are talking about, um, and I'm actually going to throw it out as a best better here because I'm a little bummed the line moved down. But Detroit travels into Chicago, and you're probably going to think you know who I'm going to take here, but I'm not. I'm going with Fields and the Bears here. No. Yep. Plus the three and a half. (laughs) And here's why. Here's why. The weather's going to be terrible in this game. So it's going to be like 25 mile per hour winds and rains, and it's just not going to be good, which isn't good for Detroit in general. And the reason why Chicago plays Detroit tough in these conditions is because Big Goff and that squad, they're made for the dome. and The turf show. Yep. And so now they're going outside into shitty weather, and the Bears are kind of humming a little bit here. Believe it or not, I'm taking big fields here, plus the three and a half. Mm. With that in mind, um, the whole like northeast, when you're taking a look at these games, the weather's supposed to be real bad, like wind and rain on the northeast. So you might want to look at that before you choose your games this week. Huh. Yeah, I mean, these two faced off on Thanksgiving Day, and, and the line was minus eight, I think, Detroit. And so they didn't cover that one. It was it was closer than people thought it would be on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And now they come back, and the weather's going to be bad. I'll take that in a second. Wouldn't be surprised if Big Chicago wins this ball game. Mm, that one's tough for me to take. <laughs> and then I've got one more for you, and this one is legit. And people might not people might disagree with it because the Rams have been playing well, but they're going in to see Lamar, and once again. The weather's not going to be very good, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Stafford's another one. He's great. I was watching him a lot this week. I mean, when he has time and he's back there, he's one of the best in the NFL. But yeah. when you don't have time and you're outside, buddy, because you're another one that likes to play in the Dome, hello to Lamar and these guys. Lamar doesn't give a shit if it's 50-mile wins and rain everywhere, the guy is still slow, Joe, and will shake and bake everyone. <laughs> so give me Lamar minus seven. 
Remember, yeah, we mentioned his record a few weeks ago. With, uh, NFC, it, you know, what's he lost? It's like 16-1 and one now. Oh, that's right. So we got another NFC squad here, huh? Yeah, because they're, <clears throat> they're, they're matched up with the NFC West this year for their their non-divisional games. So mm-hmm. they had the week off, too. So stand by. Yep. So uh, those, are the, those are the games that I like right here. I'll review them again. We got Patty and KC minus the two and a half. We got big Justin Fields plus the three and a half. I'm not sure if I've ever taken Justin in the Bears before. Yeah, he's tough to take. Yep, he is. But I'm, I've got confidence in him this week. And then my boy Lamar. And Lamar, at the beginning of the year, I said the Super Bowl was going to be you and the Niners. And that's probably what we're going to be looking at. I still think that. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Um, I mean... They're they're that what's legit about the AFC is they're battling for the number one seed right now. But like I I love Patty and stuff, but if they have to go into uh Baltimore, that'd be a little tough. I don't I don't think the Chiefs are getting there this year. I just their their record's gonna be fine, but they're just they're not looking as good on offense. I mean Jordan Love lit them up too. He's looking way more comfortable. I just K C doesn't have that that factor aside from Kelsey on offense. Oh, I know. They, they no, I know it's it's bad. So I think that they're gonna have a problem in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know we like KC at home though. That's a different story. What do you think about the the Philly Dallas game? Mm. It, That's a good question. Jeez, uh, I never go with Dallas because I just think they're too overrated. I actually think they're gonna ball here though. I I would lean with with Philly. They're getting three and a half right now. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not leaning with Philly. I would lean with Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so obviously it was at three, so some money already came in on Dallas. Right. I mean, you mentioned it. Dallas has been playing tough at home. And then once again, Philadelphia's schedule. I mean, this is ridiculous, right? I mean, the the squads that they've played. Yeah, it's just a meat grinder. I mean, they are they are beat up. And then you're going on the road. Yeah. I mean, let, let me take a gander at it here for us. Okay, we go Cowboys. So they played them November 5th. Right, and they won twenty eight twenty three, and the Cowboys could have won that game. Um, I remember that game because uh, Philadelphia barely covered. Oh, yep, I remember that one. Right, and then um, and then they did have a bye, but then it went Chiefs at the Chiefs, and they won there twenty one seventeen. Then they played the Bills at home thirty seven thirty four. Then they just played the Niners, got smoked, and now they have to go to Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. I mean, that is a brutal schedule. So. Yeah, and, you know, and they just don't look quite the same. I think Jalen might be a little hurt. Yeah, he went in the tent there for a second in the Niner game to have the maybe the head looked at or something. And those D linemen looked great that first quarter. I just think their their stamina is kind of they're like, dude, can we get a week off to catch our breath? <laughs> well, that's right because someone was talking about that in the uh, overtime game against the Bills. The defense was on the field for ninety plays. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like typically, you know, you play around 60 or 65. So that shows they're in there for like another third of a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be hard to take Philly here, actually, too. That'll be a fun one to watch. It's the night game Sunday. Is it? Okay. Yeah. That's that's going to be a legit night game. Then that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, as you scan a lot of these matchups, it's it's just a ton of backup QBs are in all these games. Well, and that's the reason why these games are going, you know, under so much. In fact, speaking of unders, uh, the Pittsburgh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh New England game <laughs> has got the lowest under in the NFL in thirty years. Thirty points in the NFL is the over under, and there hasn't been 
an under that low in 30 years. Wow. And the last time it was low, it was uh it was because of weather conditions. The weather's not even going to be like that big of a factor here. It's just that these guys are showtime. Doesn't it usually when it's that low and, and someone's kind of close to a touchdown favorite like Pitt is here, you're always like, I'll take the team getting the six if it's going to be like a 10 to six, uh, no, six game. Absolutely. No, no. That In fact, you know, nothing's wrong with that. Um, yeah. There's, if the over-under is 30 and a team's getting six, yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> I'm taking zappy. <laughs> it's just, are you willing to go on New England? I'll tell you what. A lot of these old school pros have not gotten off the Belichick stats. And they've been getting waxed. I think they're one in seven their last eight games against the spread. Yeah. So I'm glad we weren't following that trend. We, yeah. We we knew enough to go. Okay. Hey, this has nothing to do with Bill. The squad is boy. I remember at the beginning of the season, I go, "Who's the playmakers on this team?" I mean, yeah, that's been years. You you can't name them. <laughs> that's tough. Okay. You want to recap one more time? So the Chiefs minus the two and a half. And then I've got Fields plus the three and a half, mm. the Bears. And then I've got Lamar minus the seven against the Rams. Yeah. Yep. We've got a little break here on the college games till the, the Bulls kick in. That's right. So we have the, the Army game this week. And then the Bulls kick in on December 15th. And we'll be able to, we'll be ready to rock and roll on those. Some Bull season's always fun. It is. Yep. Bull season's great. Okay, keep an eye on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Bolt Brady Picks, but that'll do it for week 14 NFL. We will catch you guys next week. See ya.